Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? It's a family podcast for adults and angry people. Angry, angry, Lots of them angry around the world. I, I don't know. I'm a little bit angry just because I feel fooled. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk mm. about it in a little more detail in a minute. But I, I just feel like in this day and age, there shouldn't be any more fucking speculation. No, you know what I'm saying? Somebody told me when they got elected, everything was going to be transparent out in the fucking open. And yet, not so much. It's episode number 707 ended. Don't call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Backpacking's Mike saying that, that everything sounds too slow because he's listening live. And usually he listens at double speed. Mm-hmm. So now that I know that, I'm going to talk real slow. You double speed listener. You're just trying to cheat. That's called cheating. You're not listening to it the way it was intended. As an artist, I am offended. <laughs> I've tried that before and I can't do it. Have you ever tried to listen to podcasts that I don't at think I know speed? how to do that? That sounds kind of technical. Really? Because there's a like button. Really? There's a button on mm-hmm. your iPod that has a one X. If you press it, it turns into a two X. Mm. Never tried it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it was there. I did think it was interesting when you were explaining to Thing Three all the things you've been doing, or Thing Two all the things you've been doing for your little side hustle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty funny. You you do a lot like of, low tech. You do a lot of stuff that's a lot of extra work for yourself. Like, did you know you made you made a whole extra email, right? Mm-hmm. Did you know that you could have just made a label in your Gmail? <laughs> that's what I thought. Nope, didn't know that. Made a whole extra email box for my email. It's okay. Okay, it's all right. It's okay. Uh, don't forget, Amazon's my sponsor. Go to Amazon through our website. Buy some shit. I get paid. Everybody's happy. So it's been a big week in international terrorist hunting, and apparently we have shot and killed Osama bin Laden. Nobody knows that for sure because we promptly dumped the body in the ocean, mm-hmm. which I found to be. <laughs> that was one of those things where I was like, wow, that was pretty fucking awesome. Wait, really? Because I remember back when we were storming Baghdad, we were getting all fucking irate with the Baghdadians. Mm-hmm. And when we killed the two kids of Saddam Hussein, mm-hmm. their picture of them all shot up right. was on CNN 24 hours a fucking day right. for a week. We got them. Look, here's a picture. We're good at that. We like to do that. We like to show wartime footage. Even back when we were just shooting buildings. Remember the first bomb site? Uh, footage that came from the first iraq war i do everybody's like holy shit Mm -hmm. we are fucking shit up so here's the story that i was originally told about osama bin laden right that we had tracked him to his hyper secret uh super villain headquarters high in the kush mountains Mm -hmm. and we sent in a couple of squads of navy seals which you sent seals to the mountains right kind of weird what okay. About, what about Delta Force? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I find it fishy is because you sent seals because you knew you were taking that shit back to a boat. You know what I'm saying? Well, that yes, you you knew yeah. you were going back to a boat. So fine, you you take the seals. Uh, we roll in with these these super badass helicopters and promptly crash one of them. Which really? That that's got to that's got to be embarrassing. 
If you're the pilot of the super secret stealth Apache, whatever it is, Black Hawk helicopter of doom, and you down it because you got too close to your own backwash, your friends will make fun of you. You will be the butt of all Navy SEAL jokes from there on out, and that can't be fun. I'm sure they had other things to worry about. I'm just when they get back, though, you know what I'm saying? They're America's badasses, and you could have been one of them. But now you're just a joke. Now, now the other Navy SEALs. I'm not saying yes. I'm saying the other Navy SEALs are never going to let you forget the time you wrecked the helicopter. I don't know. Maybe Uh, they're not going to pride in having been part of it. No, they're men. They're men. And when men go on some kind of adventure and somebody fucks up, you mock them for the rest of their life. So we I was told we rolled in. There was a heated gun battle that lasted for half an hour. That which I was told the president watched. And I've seen the picture of him watching the footage. Mm hmm. Like watching an especially close Call of Duty or Gears of War game, which is what I imagine this felt like. And we killed every motherfucker in the compound because they were shooting at us. And so we killed them all. I don't think I heard them say we killed everybody. I I heard that we killed we killed everybody important. Mm. I I didn't hear any hostages or any captives were taken. I heard we kicked doors in and shot motherfuckers. We shot his kid who was 18, to be fair. I'm not saying he was 10. 18, we shot his wife, we shot him, we shot all his buddies. And then we took all their shit. Which, fine. I, that's what I expected. I didn't expect any less. I didn't expect we would find Osama Bin Laden and we would send him a candy gram and say, come on down, buddy. Let's talk. You know what I'm saying? Or that we would pull a Waco and surround him and try to talk him down. I, I assumed we would find him and then promptly shoot the fuck out of him. I was even surprised we landed people there. I was surprised that snipers just didn't appear in the fucking mountains and shoot the crap out of people. I don't know. I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't capture him to interrogate him. Ah, wait, we, we got all his computers and stuff. We don't need to interrogate him. But then more stories started filtering out. Like the original story, Osama bin Laden was using his wife as a human shield and he was busting caps at our boys. You know? Mm-hmm. No? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Well, one guy had a gun. Other dudes just. I know. The mm. problem is, is uh, okay. Everybody is skeptical to begin with, just right. in general about right. anything that happens during this pregnant pregnancy. Pregnancy. Wow. I know. And you know why feed into that? Why the misinformation, the wishy washiness, the going back and changing your story, the no pictures. I mean. Right. Right. You I think agree. they'd be bending over backwards to do the exact opposite? You would think. You it's confusing, think. and it's no it's, wonder that the conspiracy theories spring up everywhere. They're here, not helping it. Here's the thing. Nobody even believes you're an American, Mr. President. You know what I'm saying? There's tons of people who don't believe you are born in this country. It took you two years to bust out a birth certificate. I, and I, maybe you had it all along. But really? You couldn't just say, here's my fucking birth certificate. Suck my cock. No, you can't do that? Okay. Now you pop the head of... Al-Qaeda, who we've been hunting for. You, do you realize the kids that were listening to the storybook that George Bush was reading to them upside down mm-hmm. the day of September 11th? Right. We're 16 now. Right. 16. Right. Well, we've been hunting this guy for a while. So when you get him, you maybe not dump the body right in the ocean. I'm not saying it's a bad choice. I understand why you say that, but a lot of people want some proof. Right. <laughs> well, apparently there were photos 
overseas. They, they were they're bullshit. like photoshopped. Yeah, they're, it's all Photoshop bullshit. It's like the star or whatever version of Batboy, only it's Osama bin Laden. Right, right. And, you know, the reason for them not releasing the photos was because they didn't want to inflame any anger, you know, from people overseas. Okay, fine. Because well, I'm 100% sure that we caught him and then fucked his shit up. Well, there's that. But then we freely televise everybody celebrating all over the place. Yeah, well, uh, you know what? I, I was a mixed minds about that, about all the mm-hmm. people dancing in the streets. But then again... Yeah. That's what everybody fucking else does when something bad happens That's to us. That's true. So, it's true. So fucking sorry. I don't know. It's The whole thing is just weird. I, I have so many mixed feelings about it. Yes. And so much confusion about it. Right. I, I, I'm 100% behind the idea that we had to find and kill this guy. I get it. I totally understand. I also understand that once you let the dogs of war loose and say, go kill this guy, here's where he's at. But they're going to fucking kill him. They're not even going to try to catch him. They've got bets on who puts the most bullets into his ass. But somebody should have said, we would like you to kill him, get a picture, and then go bug shit. You know what I mean? Get some pictures of dead Osama bin Laden, and then you can go crazy on him. Because you know they did. You know people were cutting off balls. Well, I don't and, think anybody really wants to think about that eh, that's part. What, that's what happens. Uh, and I'm not sure that that should be encouraged. Okay. I don't, when we send Navy SEALs in places, people's heads break. Here's the thing. When we send Navy SEALs in, what they leave behind should be so horrifying to whoever was there. Uh, It should be that they, that all the people in that country can think about for the rest of forever is how fucked up it was and how they hope that shit never happens again. You know what I mean? War is ugly and it should be ugly. So people think twice about it. So I, I don't know. I just wish that we had a picture. I mean, I'm sure he's dead. Don't get me wrong. And I'm sure with all the information we got from his computer and his USB drive and his fucking CDs and whatever else we found, that there's going to be a whole lot more dead motherfuckers. And I feel sorry for Pakistan because we can't be their friend anymore. (laughs) Well, once you find out he's got a big giant (laughs) compound, freely visible. Yeah, you guys guys couldn't tell us he was here? No. A little bit of a Uh, problem. Okay, well, we... (laughs) We can't really be your friends anymore. If I was in Afghanistan, I'd be super pissed. You know what I mean? I'd be like, he wasn't even here. He was over there. What are you doing here? He's not here. So, I don't know. You know what his real big crime to me is, though? I don't know what. Do you know that he always sent dudes into town to buy groceries? And they would buy, like, massive amounts of groceries. And he, he loved okay. American soda. All right. But he loved Coke and Pepsi equally. How's that possible? Maybe they taste very different to him. Or tasted past tense. I just, if you like Coke, you like Coke, and you don't like Pepsi. If you like Pepsi, you don't like Coke. They, they're designed that, so you don't, you don't like both. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That's what you find most offensive about him? It's what I. It's but he what, sent people to get his groceries, and then he perf- he, he enjoyed bo- both he, types he of cola. He can't even tell the difference between Pepsi and Coke. Do you think There's, he even tried RC cola? No, I don't think you can get RC cola in Pakistan. You can't even get RC cola in all of the United States. Tab. <laughs> okay. <I'm... laughs> so I don't know. I'll be very curious to see how this shit shakes out. But I really think, I really do think that. Obama needs to be a little more forthcoming with information, especially since 
you just fucking lied to us. You got guys telling me that this was a raging gun battle, some kind of fucking super duper deathmatch Call of Duty Black Ops mission. Mm-hmm. And in reality, we dropped a whole bunch of Navy SEALs in and they shot the place up. You know what I'm saying? I bet it didn't mm-hmm. take them five minutes to get that whole fucking place. Everybody in there dead. Well, you were also telling me that you saw, I'm not sure what source you got it from, but the 16-year-olds, probably a little bit younger than that, didn't didn't understand who Osama bin Laden there were, was. Yes, there were many teenagers tweeting and saying things such as, who is this Osama bin Laden guy and why do I care? Right, and you think that's because, you know, we are we clean things up so much? Or you don't talk about them because it's not politically correct or it's so inflammatory with the whole Muslim uh, debate I think it's, that nobody wants to bring it up. I think it's because a lot of people were too young to remember what happened. And so to them, it's not as, it's not as, as, as immediate. Pressing. It's mm-hmm. not as immediate. I, I don't think any of our kids were as profoundly affected by 9-11 as we were. I, I just don't think they were. Two of them were far too young to even fucking pay attention to what happened, and one of them didn't really give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I'll never forget it. I mean, I just can't. That whole day is just burned into the back of my brain. So I think for kids, they're like, well, okay. I mean, it doesn't have the same kind of. They don't feel the same need for revenge that we did. You know, and that's what it was. I mean, we had a need for revenge, and we spared no expense to get this guy. That's true. I don't know. I mean, everything blew up. Thing one was peeved because her Facebook was just one thing uh, after another I, yeah. when they first announced it. And she got really angrified and, and, and threatened to unfriend anybody else that posted it. And I and she got super mad at me because I pointed out the fact I said, this is the one time in the history that your Facebook isn't full of inane pictures of cats and people talking about how they just pooped. And now you're upset. <laughs> the one time you're getting actual useful information out of your Facebook stream, and that's angering you. Well, because useful information is for Google News, not Facebooks, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I find it odd. I just find it. I find the whole thing very strange. So we'll we'll see what happens. But I really wish we hadn't dumped the dude in the ocean. I really, if if I had my way, we would have put his head on a stick in the front of the White House. With a live webcam on it 24 hours a day until the crows had eaten it all down to bones. Very nice. I'm just saying. You gotta send the message. You know what I mean? You gotta send the message. Sorry, my uh... iPad turned off? Yeah. And I, and I got punted out of the chat. You knew the news was coming. I'm right? no longer in the chat room. Oh, poor Kim. Sorry, guys. A homeless woman from Bridgeport who enrolled her six-year-old son at a Norwalk elementary school has become the first in the city to be charged with stealing more than $15,000 for the cost of her child's education. Tanya McDowell, 33, whose last known address was 66 Priscilla St. Bridgeport. That's nice. Street, Priscilla Street. Oh, Priscilla Street, sorry. Was charged Thursday with first-degree larceny and conspiracy to commit first-degree larceny for allegedly stealing $15,686 from Norwalk schools. She was released after posting $25,000 bond. Now, here's... So how exactly did she steal it? Okay, here's what happened. I mean, that's not very explanatory. She's homeless and she's got a kid, right? Mm-hmm. She wants the kid to be in a good school, but she's homeless and lives in a shitty neighborhood, which is typical for homeless people. 
Why okay. homeless people don't move to nice neighborhoods? Because that's what I would do. Because if you're homeless, you can just pick wherever you want to be. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. If you're homeless, just go live somewhere nice. You know what I'm saying? Live in nicer areas where you're able to get better food out of the garbage or whatever you're doing. Or when you're dumpster diving. Yeah, but there's probably police patrol that keeps people out, right? Why? Okay. If you're homeless, wouldn't you eventually become like a street fucking ninja? Because you were a dumpster diver for a few months and you became a goddamn ninja. You're well, able yeah, to clamber in over, you could find your way, cops would come by and you'd fucking disappear. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Anyway, so she's homeless, she wants her kid to get into a good school, and she saw Pursuit of Happiness or something, right? That movie with Will Smith where he was homeless. Mm-hmm. She moves to a nice neighborhood. And she there's a lady she knows that lives in Bridgeport, so she uses that lady's papers, her bills or whatever, and says, I'm living here. So I'm going to enroll my kid in school. The school figures out, gets wind of it, and says, no, your kid went here for a while, now you owe us fucking money. Yikes. So, how? I mean, obviously they can't collect on it, right? Here, the thing, the, you know, I mean, the reason they're doing it is because, like, well, you don't, we have a certain caliber of people we'd like to be here, and you're not that caliber, homeless girl. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm saying that's why they're doing it. So that nobody else gets the idea that this is a, a cool way to get by. Right. Well, you know I mean, it's it's basically the same as people putting down false addresses here. Right. People do it here all the time. Right. And I don't know how to feel about it. Right. Like. I'm OK with them saying whoever wants to, you know, you, know, you go to whatever public school you can go to. But I think the people that live in the area, it, it should only work that way as long as the people who live in the area, all of them who want to go there have kids in there. You see what I'm saying? If your school can hold 10,000 kids and there's 15,000 kids who actually live in the area and are paying taxes, mm-hmm. then nobody else gets to get in until all of those kids who want to go have a chance to get in. Oh, that's true. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. And I and understand really how it works. that it's elitist and snobbish and assholeish. But here's the thing. If I can't pay for shit and then get use of it, why am I paying for it? Right. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of schools that are checking papers now to make sure that you have that. But right. you know, half the time they're still faking it anyway. So I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's it's odd. And I, I don't really know which side of the fence to come down on. Like, I think every kid in the United States is entitled to a decent education until they prove their fuckheads. Like, if, if that's how I would do things, right? If you start off in school and you do good, every every three years, there's a cut. You know, in third grade, there's a cut. Smartest kids go over here. Dumber kids go over here. And you just keep doing it. So you have different levels of schools rated on how good of a student you are. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's weird. But, of course, here, there's, like, a huge disparity, too, between some of the neighborhood schools. Well, I'm sure that's when you go down the road and you got the, you know, not too far away where the Dallas Cowboys are all hanging out. Yes, but you and I both also know that when you look around at all the different schools, because, yeah, you could go, I mean, like, if you go to some of the nicer schools, like, we've talked about this before, like, Southlake has a super fancy fucking school, Plano mm-hmm, has a super fa- fancy fucking school right valley ranch where the cowboys live has a super fancy fucking school if you look at test scores they're not doing any better well that's true that's true so like i said i think it just needs to be less about who makes the most money and more about who deserves to go to a nice school 
I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. But the story is weird. I'll be I'd be curious to see how many more economic gates are gonna be used to shut people out of stuff now. Because I think it's becoming more and more common. Even around here, there's been quite a few dust ups where some places have said I like uh Plano, I think, was one of the cities that said we're not sending our police or fire to a neighboring city anymore. Right. They said you're not we don't pay our citizens don't pay for that shit. So if you're across the border, die in a fire. That's how we feel about it. Well, I think, yeah, as the budget struggles continue, you might see less of a disparity between spending from one school district to the next. Well, but what you'll have is like here, like, okay, the differentiator in Texas is not the grades that you get. It's how good your football team is. You see what I'm saying? I don't think it's just like that but here that's, in Texas. That's, but that's a big part. It's big here in Texas, right? And what happens is the parents will band together and spend a shit ton of money on stuff if the school can't afford it to make sure that the things they want covered are covered, you know? Well, yeah, that's true. I, I, I mean, I even a that lot of wrong. events that are normally sponsored are getting canceled. I mean, thing two had an event. Yeah. And well, out of probably. 150 students that were eligible, only 23 signed up. So it's probably going to end up being canceled. But you There's know not enough money there. Right. But I think the reason that one's odd because the money was not huge. It was 20 bucks for kids to take part in this event. Right. right? Is that, what is that telling huge. you? It's Out of like, 100 and some kids, only 23 could afford it. That I don't think it's an affordability. I, I think, think it's, it's a lot uh, of it. I think it's because kids just lost interest in it. I think that's a big part of know. it. I think the kids in that thing that we're talking about are losing interest in it because the the adults involved in it are pissing them off. Mm, we'll see. All right, here's my next one. another news story. A new class action lawsuit takes aim at Apple. Google, Intel, and other tech companies for allegedly conspiring to suppress compensation of their employees. The complaint was announced in a press release on Wednesday by the law firm Leaf, Cabrazer, Hyman, and Bernstein. The suit was filed by, really, I'm not going to go, there are all these stupid names. Said Harth Heinrichan. A former software engineer at Lucasfilm, one of the companies named in the suit. Other parties included Adobe, Intuit, and Pixar. The new lawsuit alleges that the companies in question agreed to not actively recruit each other's employees and promised to provide notification when making an offer to another company's employee. The suit also claims that the companies agreed to cap pay packages offered to prospective employees in the initial offer. You fucking assholes. This is exactly the reason why, and I know this is not going to be a popular, popular opinion. This is why unions need to make a fucking comeback. Because... These guys are highly trained professionals, right? You're not getting a job at Pixar or Lucasfilm or fucking Apple if you're a dumbass. You know what I mean? These, these are companies that recruit the best. And in return, what they do is they fuck you in the ass. And they all get together at a big table wearing their black turtlenecks and bowing down to Lord Jobs. And they say things like, I think that these people are only worth X number of dollars. And we shall not compete for them. And if you are to want one of my employees, come ask, and I shall fire the surf, perhaps, and then you can hire him for a pittance. Yeah, you you can't pay him too much. That's the thing that I think smacks. Yeah, and it's it's happening everywhere. If it can happen to these guys, let me explain something to you. The guys that we're talking about here make more money than you. Significantly more. 
they're just not at the very, very top of the company. Which means that the suits who do nothing. And I, I don't care what anybody says. Steve Jobs may be an idea guy, but he's not the brains. You know what I'm saying? He's not the guy that's actually doing the hard work of making this shit get to your desktop. Right. He's like the PR right. person. These people are going to make it so that no one will ever get to the top anymore. It's not possible. Okay. Well, what company were you telling me today? Was it Google that has like all this nifty cool stuff for some people? Yes. Google. And then some of their employees are like the yellow bellied sneeches. Correct. The- Google, it was recently revealed, has there's it has a shit ton of employees, right? And even people who do relatively puny jobs there, uh, janitors and, and such forth, which when you talk about Google, janitors don't even rate to those people, right? You're not even on the same scale. Well, they're peripheral. Right. You're not producing anything of value to them. You're just cleaning up, which is fine. I'm not and I'm not dissing janitors. What I'm saying is people in all of the, that spectrum all get to eat in the company cafeteria where there's a five-star chef. They can get limo rides if they need and blah, 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 right? But there's a, if if you don't remember, Google a while back decided they were going to scan every book in the universe. Right. And so they hired a bunch of temps. That just scan books. That just scan books. Now, okay. A. So a monkey could do it, probably. Well, yes, but A, you couldn't have built a machine to do this because this is asinine. This is, this is soul-crushing, mind-destroying work. You know what I mean? Scanning books all day. You got to flip the page. You got to line the book up. You got, you know what I mean? That that shit is tedious beyond tedious. Mm-hmm. So they hire all these people and then they move them all out to a special building and they don't get nothing. They have to wear their little special colored badge, which I believe was yellow. And people don't talk to them. The press isn't allowed to talk to them. They just live in eternal serfdom scanning books, which let me point out. Do they at least have air conditioning? And like plumbing. Yeah, they can take a shit and they can pee. That's all taken care of. But while everybody else is dining on fine, you know, smoked salmon and filet mignon in the cafeteria, you're brown bagging it with your PB&J. Okay. Do you think that maybe they didn't even know that that other whole world existed until somebody came out with the article and you... now they're like shattered and No, depressed? no, because Google in the area, Google is well known for its crazy perks. Right. Everybody knows that getting hired at Google is like getting ushered into the promised land. And then you get a job out there and they go, okay, well, there's where everybody cool works. I'm going to need you to go over to the concrete Quonset hut over there. This bothers me especially because I hate the whole Google book scanning thing. I think it's evil. Maybe they have like a fake elevator ride where you go in and it's like a, you know, like at the... <laughs> like at the Jekyll and Hyde Club? Right. No. So... Or at like I like a sideways moving elevator. So you people it, think they're think in that building, but they're really but going to the not. scrubs building. Yeah, you guess there's no else. way out of the building except through the. No, elevator. I saw a picture. It's a different campus. You can see one campus from the other one, but you can't get there. Because if I was doing that, that's how I'd roll. I'm surprised that nobody is. What I, you know, what I would do if I got hired to do this job and I found out all the cool shit I couldn't have, I would quietly insert pages of pornography. Just like in Fight Very Club. Nice. You know, like in Fight Club. You're the spliced. guy working at the Mattel factory making Barbie say naughty things. No, I'm the guy that realizes I'm getting fucked and realizes that Google is busy trying to fuck every author on the planet with their book scanning scheme. I mean, seriously, fuck you, Google. That that was the moment when I realized that they really are just pure fucking evil. 
we're going to scan all these books and put them online and, and see if anybody complains. Oh, when you complain, we're going to say, fuck you again. So I don't know. Don't work for Google. That's all I can say. I wish somebody would come out with competing products that were better. You know what I mean? Because right now you got Google and you got Bing and really fuck Bing. And don't even talk to me about fucking Yahoo. I've tried to use Yahoo. Yahoo is like the gimp of the fucking internet world. Yahoo is the former Aww. professional football player with the head injury. I used to be cool and now I can't even walk. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> Yahoo used to be the shit. You didn't have a fucking choice. You wanted right. to get on the internet. You used right. fucking Yahoo. Check some shit I out. I know. I think you probably freaked out when I actually joined a Yahoo group on purpose the other day. I know. It's like, what are you doing? I know. I completely forgot about Yahoo groups. I can't believe they still exist. I, I honestly, know. every time I see something about Yahoo, I'm like, you're still here? So that shows you how dead it is. I actually joined one. So well, as soon as yeah. I get on board. <laughs> yeah, Kim has killed it. Okay, I'm here. Shut the doors. We're done. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I, I think they're, I think the story is a perfect example of how companies like Google and Apple and all those other companies shut competition down. You know what I mean? Because they actively put downward pressure on the idea, man, and they're inside their own company. Like, you can't leave. Where are you going to fucking go? You're going to get shit wages no matter where you go. That's true. I don't know. It's going to be curious to see what happens. And things have advanced past the point where, like, grot, the, the way that Apple got started and Google got started on that shit, I think those ideas are done. I don't think it's ever going to happen again. I think the barriers to entry are so high now that you can't start shit in your garage. Not and get to, like, super fucking amazing stardom. I don't know. I guess I don't know, we'll see. I'm just, it's perplexing. All right, here's my last story. <clears throat> the season in which you are born may affect everything from your eyesight to your eating habits and overall health later in life according to a blossomy field of research. The latest study shows that spring babies are more likely to suffer from anorexia nervosa as adults. We found an excess of anorexia births in the spring months compared to the general population, said study researcher Lahiru, whatever, of the Wellcome Trust Center for Human Genetics. The idea is that there's some sort of risk factor that varies seasonally with anorexia. Previous studies have found similar links between spring births and various disorders, including schizophrenia, multiple sclerosis, and even type 1 diabetes. It's possible these diseases are linked somewhat in, or to some environmental influence during gestation or the first few months of life, though researchers aren't sure what that could be. Okay, so what I'm reading here is spring-born babies are defective. Because it says everything in here that they've listed, the multiple sclerosis, the schizophrenia, yeah. the di type 1 diabetes, right. all spring babies. What about fall babies? What about summer babies? No, are there things that happen? No, that's what they're saying. Spring babies are fucked. Well, then our kids are doomed. Well, doomed. It's not my fault. If you'd let me have sex with you on more occasions, we could have had summer or winter babies. Sucks. <laughs> I'm pretty much golden. I'm right in the summer months. My mom got lots I'm and lots of sunlight. Fall, man. So I'm even better. You were born in the dark, dead time of the year, though. Cut it out. Everything's dying. Shriveling up. I think that's really weird. Yes. And I also think it's a perfect example of finding patterns in data that may or may not mean anything. There's been a lot of scientists talking this week that are angering me. Like, you've got these guys that come out and say, if you're born in spring, there's a good chance you're just going to spontaneously combust. Sorry. And then there was that group that came out and said, salt, low salt diets actually give you more heart trouble than high salt diets. Right? Stop, right. scientists. It is confusing. A, I don't want information that I can't do anything with. Right? Like, if you're born in the spring and you read this article, you're like, well, fuck me. What am I supposed to do about that? 
I'm I'm totally helpless to prevent that. Well, it's it's silliness. <laughs> it's, I mean, people will believe what they want to believe. It's like we were watching the Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah, I think it's Orange County. Right. And they were believing this weird stuff. Like one of the husbands had all these allergies. And so one of the housewives brought beauty products. Oh my fucking that God. the wife wanted to purchase, but she wanted to make sure her husband wasn't allergic to them. So right. he put them in his hand. Right now okay. wrapped in their original They're still in their containers. They're sealed. Right. They're sealed up in plastic. He holds it in his hand, right? So it's not actually touching him. He's not getting any makeup on him, correct? Right. And then what does she do? And then he like, oh, I'm just going to say makes a closed fist, essentially. And she pulls up on his thumb. Now, if she can, this was what she called the muscle test. If she could pull his thumb up, then he was allergic. If she couldn't, he was good to go. Oh, come on. It was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. And they were utterly and completely convinced that it was real. If I was her husband, I would milk that shit for all it's worth. I was just looking at him and was like, are you serious? You're doing that on yes. national television. Yes. What kind of business are you in? Because now you, no one can ever believe what he says. He believes in that hokey weirdness. What the hell? <laughs> I, like, I like how you cast aspersions on people's beliefs. You're just like, that's stupid. It <laughs> it's is stupid. ridiculous. It is stupid. But you know what I think a lot of this is? And I'm not... I want everybody to take a deep breath before I continue with this, because this is not meant to inflame people. There are fewer people who believe in God now than ever before, right? And I think that people are trying to find some other mysticness in their life. I think they're trying to find something that they can, something magical. But really, the first time you would hear that kind of thing, you know, somebody would tell me that, and I'd go, what? It's dumb. Use your head. Come on, people. Yeah. That's one of those moments where if I would have told my grandma that, she would have smacked me upside the head. <laughs> it's a grandma thump. You're dumb. Kick. <laughs> Use the brain guy gave you. <laughs> people believe a lot of crazy shit. What well, are you going to do? I, I don't know about this stuff. I mean, it kind of the same lines as horoscope things. I mean, your personality is the same thing. Born under what sign? I, I do think your personality is determined somewhat by when in the year you were born. I think that's true. And I think it's just because of environmental factors. You know what I'm saying? I think babies born in the wintertime are probably quieter than babies born in the summertime because everything is quiet and dark for a long time after they're born. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe. I also think that all babies born in the month of October are actually aliens. Just saying. I have proof. Look at the pictures. All right, you got any other stories over there? I don't. Very tired today. It's been a trying week. I will say that after my paleo diet thing, mm-hmm. it's been ten days now. Mm-hmm. I don't feel any different. Okay, you might not feel any different, but you've lost what thirteen pounds or something like that. Yeah, Twelve pounds. Okay, so it's making a difference whether you feel it yet or not. I think my penis is bigger. Just saying. Okay. I and I do feel more aggressive. That's the biggest well, change. That to I don't me. like. That's the biggest change I found is that I do feel Well, you're just pissy about food though. I mean, that's what starts it. Well, it's like I, a snowball. I have I have reached the point now where like you made my favorite kind of rolls. 
which I know doesn't sound like anything important to people, but this is my all-time favorite kind of role. And you and take it as a personal affront? No, I didn't. As opposed to I didn't. My point, my what I'm saying is, is that I, I don't even feel like I want one. Well, that's a good thing. Right. Instead I, of like pining for it and staring at it and getting all pissy because somebody else is eating them. That's what I'm saying. The food thing is not as big a deal now. It's like we just have to have the right kind of food in the house at all times because that is one of the things that will make me cranky. Is well, if I'm true. hungry and I, I don't have any food. That's it is kind of a little bit of a challenge trying to make it tasty and come up with a variety. Yeah. And, and then I, you've already run into that issue. Yeah. I think I just have to use more pepper. That's the answer to that. More pepper on everything. And I have to have a lot of fruit in the house at all times. Because that was making me cranky yesterday because my choice was some shitty apples or some two-week-old Sometimes plums. that's the way it is. Sometimes uh, the fruit uh, that's yeah, in season is not good. I, I can't do that. I got to mo- look around and find some other stuff. So mm-hmm. it's going okay. We'll see how it is after a couple more weeks. People are saying that after 30 days is when the real difference is noticeable. But at the end of 30 days is when you'll really be able to tell how it's working for you. Maybe. We'll see. All right. If they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Also, I think I'm devolving. I think my brow ridge is getting bigger. It is not. I think it is. It is not. Turn into a fucking caveman. Email. show at gmail.com. Don't forget Amazon's my sponsor. Go to my website. Click the Amazon link. Buy some shit. Everybody gets happy. Everybody wins. You can juice me on blueberry.com. Leave me a review on iTunes or vote for me on Podcast Alley as well. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. <laughs>